Mike, my apologies. I know I'm late. I'm sorry. No problem, dude. I know your big famous rock star got better things to do. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know about that. <laughs> just giving you a hard time, but I, I won't keep you for too long. Obviously, want to get into the tour, come into town, our Riverside on the 22nd. But first, wanted to back up real quick and hit the DeLorean rear back to the last time I got to see you guys at NotFest Los Angeles and kind of wanted to get your recap of that tour. And I imagine the, the Los Angeles one at Bank of California Stadium, the biggest one of the bunch, right? It was, yeah. It was a lot of fun, man. Um, yeah, just uh, a lot of people there for a good time. And uh, yeah, it was great. And that was, uh, well, it could have been my favorite show of the tour because of how large it was, number one. And number two, I got to go right home afterwards. So, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Quick drive back to San Diego, not too shabby, right? And get to sleep in your own bed. Exactly, man. Exactly. Well, I imagine it was fun with some old friends like Slipknot and really cool for them to take out old friends like you, but then also give some, some uh, new blood, some love with like Code Orange and then even their uh, their kids' band, Vended. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, I, I miss them, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool, Corey's kid. Yeah, following in daddy's footsteps, I guess, yeah. Man, it's crazy how much he sounds just like him, too, in his screams. It's insane. Well, let's get into the show then. Really cool that, uh, you know, two years later, it's finally happening. The same lineup, you guys, old friends in August, Burns Red, and then, of course, Light the Torch as well. Yeah, I know. It's, it's about time, right? Um, it's just been... Uh Obviously, we had to cancel it when the, the whole world shut down, but um, we just really wanted to bring this, you know, this lineup to all the fans that bought tickets, and it just felt really bad, like, that we had to postpone it for so long, so it's a, it's a really good feeling to be able to get out here and, and play with all these dudes. And imagine a, a much longer set and, and really getting to finally dig into some of these atonement tunes. Exactly. Um, yeah, we're supposed, that's so, so funny. That was the atonement tour where gonna you know tour the record that we just put out which was you know over two years ago now and uh so it's it's nice to be able to you know dig some of the songs out of that record and, and finally play them for for the fans here yeah and uh speaking of atonement i want to give some love to atonement to the b-sides and for charity and i i gotta say adam that some of the best 20 bucks i've spent on music in a long time i mean so many great tunes on that uh ep killing of leviathan no devotion i feel alive again was that just leftover sessions from atonement or did you guys do that post atonement no that was all leftover stuff uh we we were i don't know we, we kind of went for it with that record we tried to write too much music just so we had a you know a better you know collection to pick and choose from to build a record at the end of it and yeah we had all those songs left over so we're just like dang we might as well just release it as as a b-sides record or something you know yeah that was all of our leftovers <laughs> well, I, it's crazy that they're leftovers because, like I said, so many great tunes that even your your B sides are still hits in my mind, and, and great to hear. Are any of those sneaking into the set? Probably not. Oh shucks, you're so nice. Um, you know, right now we're concentrating on on doing uh, a lot of the songs off the record, mostly. So kind of stick on that, you know. <laughs> and uh, maybe down the road we'll uh, think about bringing a song or two out of the B sides. Yeah. Well, nothing wrong with sticking to Atonement. Certainly plenty of great tunes on that album as well. And I got to say thank you as a fan I, for the tune, The Signal Fire. I mean, so cool in this day and age with all this hate and backstabbing and people talking smack on one another that a guy that used to be in the band could be on a tune in the current band and sing side by side with the current singer. I mean, that's just, it, it's great to see that you can, you know, transfer out of bands and, and still be friends and have no hate and just have some love in this world. 
right? Everyone's got to learn to just chill, like have a beer, relax, man. It's not that bad. You know, it's <laughs> going to be, a, everything's going to be okay, man. You know? Um, and obviously, yeah, we're still friends with Howard. So yeah, it was just kind of like, it, it just made sense to have him come to a, a guest spot. So yeah. And it, it's great on this tour. He, he's around so he can, he can do it live with us. So it's, it's a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope he's still doing it live. I know that in the couple of dates you did get in 2020, he was coming out for a few, and I hope that's still going to be the case. Yeah, yeah, we did it last night, and it was it was a lot of fun, man. You can tell uh, people appreciate it, and seeing both singers together, it's it's a neat thing for sure. Yeah, it's so so cool to see in this day and age. Uh, you know, one other thing I wanted to touch upon, the set, uh, this is also celebrating a tone, but, but looking at the calendar, it's the 20th anniversary of Alive or Just Breathing. I wonder if there's any extra love for that in the set. Oh my God, we're old. Uh, yeah, there's actually <laughs> um, several songs off of that record in the set. We always try to throw a, a song or two from that record in our set, just you know, to kind of represent you know our catalog. But uh, yeah, we're throwing a, a couple extra in there, so hopefully people remember that stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. And you know, I wanted to ask you, being being kind of the uh, the the producer guy in the band, and being the original drummer and now the guitarist and writing so many riffs. Going back to that album and one tune in particular, I always was curious about kind of the chicken or the egg, which came first for Life to Lifeless. Was it the snare beat or the riff that came first? You know, I think I wrote the guitar part. It's it's weird. When I write, I think band. I don't think like one instrument. I think I just came up with that whole section. Um, and then Mike wrote the verse parts. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a long time ago, man. It's <laughs> a really long time ago. Well, I figured it would be in the 20th anniversary and one of my all-time favorite tunes, and you being the architect behind that tune, you were the guy to ask that question because it's, it's one of those tunes that I just always constantly, like, you know, you get the nervous and start tapping on a desk or whatever, and I always bust into that, that drum beat and life to lifeless. So I was curious about <laughs> that's that. That's you know, uh, speaking of music and, and giving some love, certainly wanted to give some love to the second Times of Grace album, uh, 10 years later, uh, speaking of being old, Songs of Loss and Separation, and uh, kind of fitting uh, title for uh, to, for an album to come out during the pandemic, but another great album there, so many great tunes, Far From Heavenless, Medusa, Mend You, and even you singing on a tune. Yeah, I sing a bunch on it. Um, I have a lot of fun just trying to write lyrics and, and singing, um, and it, it's such a, a departure for me. Instead of, you know, doing, you know, kill switch sounding stuff all the time. It's just a lot of fun to do something different and a little bit more dynamic and up and down. And, you know, I get to chill out and sing quietly and not scream all the time. It's a, it's a, a lot of fun, man, just to do something a lot different. And I feel like there's a little bit more like tinkering, a little bit more sound effects and interludes and soundscapes in that music that you get, you're kind of playing around with, especially on the second album. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, that's we kind of love that stuff, Jesse and I. So uh, it's like I said, it's fun to just do some different things for sure. And we're not gonna have to wait another ten years for album number three, are we? <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see. <laughs> um, right, right now, I think the next step is to possibly. Um, work on some kill switch material next awesome looking forward to that dude couple more couple last things i got for you uh the pizza lover that you are wanted to get into a little pizza debate i mean is it sacrilege to put fruit on top of pizza or are you good with pineapple and ham uh i personally do not believe in the pineapple thing on pizza but hey everyone's different you know they have the right to think that that's a good idea even though i don't wow so so <laughs> you do come in in the sacrilege department you are on that side of the fence then I don't think pineapple belongs on pizza, to be honest. But, you know, that's that's just me. That's me. But have you tried it? Have you actually tried it? Or are you just written it off because it sounds so bad? 
Of course I've tried it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's not for me, you know? What is, what is the, the perfect pizza pie for Adam D? You know, I, whenever I'm trying a new establishment, I have uh, a, a, a strict thing to go by mushroom, onion, and garlic. And you know, that's, it's, it's a simple thing, but it's a thing of beauty. So. <laughs> I love it, man. I'm going to remember that the next time I hit some uh, pizza joints, I'm trying them out for the first time. Adam, I appreciate all the time. Just the last couple of things I wanted to hit you with. Um, certainly, uh, we're one of those old school radio stations where uh, we, we still, every night at 10 o'clock, we bow down and, and salute uh, mandatory Metallica, worship Metallica for a few. And I imagine that's a band that certainly rubbed off on you. Do you do, you, do some down picking like Hetfield or what, talk to me about Metallica and, and your love for that band? Well, James Hetfield's like pretty much shaped uh, the guitar player that I am. I grew up on Metallica pretty much. So yeah, you know, it's like all those riffs taught me how to play guitar. What was your introduction? What was the first thing you heard from Metallica? Who introduced you to it? What'd they play you? You know, I think I was, um, it was a friend of mine at school, uh, and I'm a late bloomer, man. Right when Justice for All came out, that's, that's when I was like, what the hell is this? This is so sick. <laughs> and then just, you know, kind of worked my way backwards. And yeah, I feel like the entire catalog from the Black Album back is just like a classic, man. Crazy that the Black Album just turned 30 years old last year. I mean, that, that still feels like the newer Metallica, and that's 30 years old. Dude. We are old. Well, I don't know how old you are, but I am old. <laughs> That's yeah. I remember when that record came out. Wow. wow dude. Do you know? Did did it have that impact on you? Or were you one of those meatheads that was like, "Oh, I don't like the slower tunes. What happened to my band? What happened to the thrash metal?" I was a little upset at the lack of thrash. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> but there's still some killer songs on that record, man. You know, it's, uh, there's there, there's some, some thrashier moments. Yeah, certainly there are some some heavier tunes, and even I think it finally taught you like a, even a, a tune like "Sad but True," even though it's not blazing speed, it could still be heavy. It could be sludgy and a little heavy. Right, right, yeah, and like through the never. Come on, that's that's a pretty cool song. I mean, there's there's definitely some jams on that album for sure. But uh, yeah, I was a little taken back, like you. But uh, just to have some uh, Metallica fun, why don't you pick a tune for us to play on Mandatory Metallica? Oh, geez, uh, how about uh, Blackened? I love it. That was the very first yep. thing I ever heard from them. Is that what it was for you, too? Yeah, I believe so. Yep. Beautiful, man. Thank you so much for the time and cannot wait for the show on the 22nd. Awesome, man. Thanks for the time. Have safe travels out there. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. Bye-bye. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming online at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.